the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street for today's edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. I'm here with Joe Ferraro. And there's a, as is always, as is every day in Apopka, there's a lot of athletics and new sports going taking place now, Joe, and we'll be talking about some of those topics on our show today. Uh, Joe, one thing uh, that we see from our friends over at the Apopka Chief, and I do want to mention John Peary of the Apopka Chief will be joining us later in the program, hopefully, is it's time of uh, uh, the city of Apopka, the Northwest Recreation Complex is hosting a huge Little League uh, regional golf, uh, a Little League tournament, baseball tournament this weekend. It's going to be a great time, and what the weather's going to be perfect for it, too, Raj. It's at the Apopka Northwest Recreation Complex, July 22nd to 25th, and there'll be Little League teams literally from all over the country coming into Apopka and competing, and it's just a, a great event for our community, and it's a great event for the youngsters that'll be playing playing ball all weekend in Apopka. And it's always like a festival atmosphere out there with all the parents and, and everybody coming in. Also, of course, we want to I want to let everybody know that Petey Virgos, our two-time defend, a two-time state champion individual bowler at Apopka High School, is competing in a major national tournament this week up in Indianapolis. Nice. And the, his father Demetrius is keeping everybody posted on Facebook. The latest, the day ended yesterday, with Petey being second in the entire tournament in terms of points. So wow. That, that was a qualifying round. Uh, they'll make the cut. Um, you know, a very limited number of bowlers will emerge from that qualifying round yesterday, but in that particular qualifying round, Petey Virgos finished second in the country yesterday. That's incredible. I'm going to give a big shout-out to our friend uh, Wayne and Roger and Cherry over at All Seasons Pest Control. They just blew as they drove by. Was he wearing the cockroach suit? It looked like tell. he had, like, they had the tinted windows, so I don't know. <laughs> I thought I saw an antenna sticking out. And it gives us a chance to give a big shout-out to Roger over at All Seasons Pest Control. Just celebrated his 25th anniversary at All Seasons Pest Control. Wow, congratulations, Roger. And that says a lot just about the continuity and, and the level of, of relationship building and service at All Seasons Pest Control. They're not one of these big, impersonal, corporate um, pest control operations. It's a, literally a family business, and they've had many of the same customers uh, for decades, literally, and, and I'm one of them. There you go. Well, also, back, back to Petey Virgos, we'll be uh, keeping you posted. His dad, Demetrius, 
might be calling in later on our program to give us an update of how that huge national uh, amateur bowling tournament is going in Indianapolis. Thus far, PD Virgos is doing very, very, very well, and we'll continue to keep you posted on that. Now, one thing I do want to mention at the top of the show, before we uh, miss it, is that, of course, we're on the brink of school starting once again. School will start next month in August, which, of course, means high school football and all the other fall sports will get started at Apopka High School. And I want to let you know about the Apopka High School All Sports Passes. Now, Fred Priest has joined us numerous times to talk about this, but I want to continue to mention it because literally, as, as Joe says so eloquently, this is the best sports-related entertainment value that I can literally think of in the country. You know, if this was any other high school, it would be like, yeah, okay. But this is the Blue Darters. This is like first-quality high school sports, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, volleyball, soccer, softball. It's outstanding, and, and you're getting your entertainment dollar. No doubt. And I want to emphasize, because it's almost, the price is so low, it's almost hard to believe, literally. So I want to let you know this is the actual situation. You can get the regular all-seasons pass for just $50 uh, per pass, and that grants admission to every single regular season home game of every single sport, not just football, not just football, uh, but of every single sport at Apopka High School the entire sports year, 2016 and 2017. You know what? I would spring for the extra 20 bucks and spend the $70 on the booster version of that because you're getting special parking and a special seating in the stadiums. You cannot beat that. Try that, Orlando Magic. You can find out more. You can go by school, which is 555 Martin Street at Apopka to find out more about that, or you can call the school. That's the Apopka High School all-season sports pass. Give them Fred's cell numbers. You've got it, right? Let them call Fred directly. I think he gets uh, he gets enough calls on so his <laughs> cell phone there. And, that's, and speaking of the all-season sports pass and high school sports just around the corner with school starting in August, Looking forward to another season of Apopka Blue Garter football and uh, really uh, excited and optimistic about our prospects once again for this season. Yeah, they're going to go very far. They're going to do quite well because everybody's coming back. Now, some of the the dynamics are we'll be playing almost an identical schedule that we played last year. The preseason game is once again against Lake City. They'll be coming here this year instead of us going up there. And then we'll open the regular season the very next week which I believe is August the, the 26th with a with a home game versus Okoy. And uh, it's just going. We start out with Okoy. We play Edgewater next, who's now coached by Chris Leak, the former national championship Gator quarterback, which is a very interesting development and a really a, a great schedule all up and down the line. It will be very exciting and definitely interesting with Okoy. Now, and we'll just talk. Let's talk a little bit more more about football here. It's um, kind of an open format on our show today. We look forward to being joined by John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner a little bit later in our show. Um, when it just, I think, as Joe said, we have a lot of key players coming back from this, uh, the team on this year in football. Two that uh, you know come to mind immediately are Dimitri Birch, you know, our outstanding tailback, who'll be in his third year as a starter. 
literally one of the most, if not the most, exciting high school football player in Florida. All five foot one inches of him, um, you know. But but don't uh, be mistaken; he's not a little guy by any means. You're, you're, he's a you're big, solid, to, strong guy. Deshaun Massey. Deshaun Massey. I mean, I'm sorry. Deshaun Massey will be coming back. Also, Dimitri Birch. Yes. Who will play the the, the tailback position out of the single wing also the quarterback position out of the spread which means he'll be taking the snaps and um, he'll be in his third year as a starter very talented runner was an excellent passer two years ago kind of struggled throwing the ball last year but uh, looking forward to Dimitri Birch getting back on track um, as um, with his passing skills and of course he's, he's always a threat to for big gains as a as, uh, as a runner so two of the key components of our offense for the last two years are back and that, that gives us a, a, a great nucleus to build around right off the bat. And Sariki's coming back as well. No? I don't think so. I think he was a senior, actually. But um, oh. we'll have to double-check that. But uh, um, also some uh, had some uh, good players on the line. A couple of big sophomores started last year, got great experience. So we're going to have at least, I think, about at least two and maybe three players, good offensive linemen coming back on the O-line. Defense had an excellent season last year under the direction of Coach Rolson. So anyway, just a great prospects uh, for the football season this year. Now also, you know, the, our nemesis last year was West Orange. We lost a big regular season game to them. District, They're in our district, which is huge. You have to finish either first or second in your district to emerge into postseason. And uh, then they, we played them again in postseason. They beat us again that time, too. Uh, the situation there, the, and it, you know, hats off to... Congrats to West Orange. They had literally the best team they've ever had in, 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 in the history of the school since they've been West Orange high. But they were a heavy senior-laden team. Their quarterback, Woody Barrett, was one of the best quarterbacks literally in the country. He is gone. He's up at Auburn now. So I think they've got a – West Orange has a major rebuilding job to do. We're bringing back a lot of uh, a lot of the key elements of our team. So I think that uh, dynamics going to change uh, – at least look to change on paper at least against West Orange coming up this season. Right. Yeah, Woody Barrett was one incredible quarterback. It seemed like the the Blue Daughters struggled just to shut him down. Yeah, well, he was really talented. He was uh, had a lot of talent as a dual threat quarterback. Of course, he was huge. He was like six foot five, two twenty or two thirty. An excellent runner. Very hard guy to tackle. Hard guy to get on the ground. And. His passing, uh, he had good passing abilities. He was kind of hot and cold passing. Uh, but when he was on, <laughs> he, 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 was, uh, he could beat you both throwing and, and running, and that's a really hard hard combination to stop. And McDoom, one of his receivers, he was just phenomenal at catching the ball. Uh, they were loaded with talent, uh, great receivers, great defensive players, great linemen, linebackers last year. Uh, many of those guys were seniors, and, and they will not be back. So they've got either a rebuilding or reloading job. Of course, Coach Head is always demonstrated ability to always find excellent talent for his West Orange program and, and before that over at Olympia. So, yeah, they're going to be good. And um, once again, that'll be a very exciting game on our, on our schedule, our, our uh, big district matchup. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit more. Once again, let's go back to to baseball in the Popka Little League. And um, We'll talk more in our next segment about a popular little, but I, it's it's wonderful to see a popular little league continuing to flourish. And what I mean by continuing, back in the I literally was a member of the very first uh, sanctioned, officially sanctioned, a popular little league team in Apopka back in 1968, uh, season in Apopka, and it was just a wonderful experience. 
and it made possible by the leadership of, of, of men in, in our community who cared about kids, who loved baseball, who wanted to provide kids with an opportunity to, to play on a regular basis, to hone their skills. Part of the equation was to help to start to develop uh, young young guys at an early age so that they could we could build an excellent high school baseball program at Apopka. That was part of the equation, which it did. That was one and of the results does. that came from it. And it's just gratifying to see that now, 40-plus years later, Apopka Little League is still thriving and going strong. And I just commend everybody involved. And it, 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 having been a Little League coach myself, I know the incredible amount of commitment and passion and hard work it takes to be involved, whether you're a parent, whether you're uh, a coach or administrator, just volunteering in the concession stands or com- volunteering in some capacity. It takes a tremendous amount of commitment, dedication, and hard work from a lot of people to have a successful Little League operation and program in a town. And we've got that right here in Apopka, so I commend and salute everybody involved. What years were you um, a coach, Raj? Back in 1994, I was actually coaching Winter Park Little League. Oh, wow. Really one of the most um, memorable, uh, impactful years, experiences of my life, literally. And because uh, it's, uh, believe me, I know what I'm talking about when I say it's, say it's a lot of hard work. Because, uh, you know, practice is long. You have practice every day. The games, games are long. You uh, have parents to deal with. You've got fans to deal with. It's um, you've got kids to deal with. I mean, it, w- it was incredibly rewarding. It's one of the most memorable things I've ever done. But it, it, it frankly was. It, it, it took a lot of effort and commitment and dedication to, to do it. And I understand, uh, you know, what what that what that's what that's like, and really respect those that, that are involved in it. You know, my hats off to you and everybody that walks the walk and doesn't just talk. And then, of course. Um, it was 1968 when Little League started, official sanctioned Little League. Now, we had youth recreational baseball and things like that before, but it wasn't officially sanctioned, quote, Little, little right. League. So our first officially sanctioned Little League was 1968, and that was incredibly uh, memorable, too. In fact, uh, uh, one of my teammates that year was John Peary, who really will be joining us a little bit later Yep, on the Apopka Cardinals. No kidding. And uh, yeah, some of my most... Uh, vivid memories of of life literally go back to my my little league days and some of those we can talk about on the air some of them we can't but it I'm was sure uh, most of them we couldn't definitely uh there were a lot of uh a lot of passion around popular little league back in those days let's let's put it that way <laughs> anyway we're going to take a go to a break right now we'll be back on today's special edition of blue daughter sports central coming to you live from porky's original barbecue in the heart of downtown apopka It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue, right in the heart of downtown Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter, and it's a great day at Porky's. Talking kind of a general, in general, about various youth sports taking place in Apopka main thing I wanted to let you know about right now is that the huge regional Little League tournament taking place at the Apopka Northwest Recreation Complex that's going on from July 22nd through July 25th. And it marks the third year that Apopka Little League has been the host. It's located at 3710 Jason Dwelly Parkway, which is in the Northwest Recreation Complex. 
which of course is the home facility for the Apopka Little League. And um, we a shout out to Gary Odom and all the people involved in helping make that possible. Of course, Dwight Edge joined us last week and talked about his team and his experiences coaching Apopka Little League. And it's always great to hear from Dwight. Of course, um, Greg Phillips is a very dedicated volunteer, served in virtually every capacity at Apopka Little League from administrator to coach and everything else is it's always and he does a great job of keeping us updated but uh, I want to give a big shout out to everybody involved with the Popka Little League and uh, it's great to have a big welcome to people from around the country the teams the coaches the fans the the parents who are coming here into a Popka for the big tournament this weekend and this is open to the general public, right, Roger? Yeah, absolutely. Anybody can come on out and spend the day, watch some Little League baseball, which can always be very entertaining in itself. It's at the Apopka Northwest Recreation Complex out on Jason Dwelly Drive, which is, of course, the, the regular home of Apopka Little League. What time does that um, tournament start? I'm not really sure. It's just going 10 a.m.? Uh, tw- I would imagine it would start early in the morning because it would be an all-day Venture Most likely. There'll be games going on all day. And uh, also uh, looking forward to basketball season this year. Of course, we've been uh, broadcasting the Apopka Blue Daughter Basketball Game of the Week for the last couple of years on 1520 WBZW. And it's going to be exciting for Coach Scott Williams, his second season as the head coach, as he uh, you know, embarks, you know, continues his goal to build Apopka Blue Daughter Basketball into one of the elite programs in the state of Florida. And he has abs- absolutely has a track record of doing that at multiple schools along the way in his career. And uh, Joe, it's one, one of the really fun things we do on 1520 WBCW is broadcast the Apopka basketball games. With Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Absolutely. Look forward to working again with, with Dr. Patrick, of course. And, of course, his son, Christian, is a budding outstanding player, already an outstanding player, at Orangewood Christian School, and we broadcast some of their games, which was which was a blast too this, over the past season. Yeah, they turned out to be a very good team as well. And you're right; he is an incredible ball player. Started as a sophomore, a sophomore starter for Orange, a good uh, 500 level uh, winning winning program at Orangewood, and um, got a great prospects for a good season ahead. Christian Saint Germain. He's almost as tall as his dad. Yeah, well, I think, he, think he's taller. I think he's taller. I think he's up to about 6'4". Last time I saw him, and he wow. seems like he's taller every time I see him. And an exciting development at Orangewood is that they have a, a new coach. In fact, uh, the, their coach is a former head coach at Apopka. So um, it's a, we've, got, we've got a great track record, and we're looking forward to, uh, to following them once again as well this year. Small world. And... Um, also, is um, it's always other fall sports. Of course, a phenomenal soccer program at Apopka. Coach Matthews built that up and done a phenomenal job of keeping that as one of the leading uh, programs on campus. And then, you know, it was great to be joined recently on Sports Central by Coach Matt Hooveris of Flag Football. And in addition to uh, boys football, our flag football team is one of the elite programs in the state as well. It's always great to, to talk about the, um, and speak to the coaches and the players from all of the athletic programs at Apopka High School and Blue Daughter Sports Central. You know, it's interesting. Flag football has gotten the popularity and uh, I don't want to say legitimacy that it has because 
when I was a kid, it was just like a, a recreational thing you did, you know, for fun, as opposed to an organized sport that has that it's become. Yeah, and I, I think that's a great thing. I think the the more sports that can develop, both under the umbrella of, of high of, of a school mm-hmm. or even um, just youth sports in general. Um, it's a good thing. It gives kids great wholesome activity to become involved in. Uh, there's a lot of hard work involved, which uh, is good, good learning, uh, good time for them to start to learn things like that. Takes up takes up amount of time, so you know kids don't have time on their hands, hang out in the street more. corner or whatever, yeah. or uh, spend too much time on the computer. It's a lot of physical activity. It's good for physical fitness. It sure is. Kids learn goal setting and also how to operate with other kids in a teamwork type of atmosphere, also learn about playing for coaches and dealing with authority figures. There's just so many, an abundance of, of positive things involved with sports at the youth level, at the high school level, and it's kind of great to be a part of it to, to bring them to you on our on our broadcast on Blue Daughter Sports Central. And one of the things that make Apopka High School one of the best high schools in Orange County, if not the whole state. Also, while we're kind of generalizing here, I do want to mention... Coach Ken Keister and the athletic training program in Apopka, because once again, as they do in virtually every sport, Apopka's got a truly elite high school athletic training program under the leadership of Coach Keister. Yeah, their training um, department, you see them out there working hard every game, regardless of the sport, making sure they've got water, someone's injured, they're working out the cramps with them. And speaking of hard work and dedication, uh, the youngsters, both male and female, that work as athletic trainers at Apopka, that is a lot of hard work. There's a lot of training uh, involved to, to you know, obviously to, to learn how to do, to, what to do to care for the athletes in a, in a medically uh, sound way. And uh, it's just really uh, gratifying to see the way the program has developed. A, a lot of youngsters come into the program, and many more than a few uh, have it becomes such a passion for them. They they enjoy that work so much that they go on into careers in the healthcare field. Uh, I think one or a couple of them are even actually um, working to become doctors. Exactly. But, but others yeah. are coming to become working to become therapists and um, physical therapists and professional athletic trainers and all those kinds of things. So it's uh, once again another just another little niche program at Apopka that's doing wonderful things to to help. Um, prepare you know, youngsters to be uh, productive citizens. Yeah, they're majoring in, in college so they can go on and focus on sports medicine. And as a practical matter, um, the the outstanding level of our athletic training department enhances the uh, the, the sports teams. It uh, has a positive effect on uh, winning games on the field, which is uh, just one more advantage that we've got, especially especially in a popular blue daughter football. Well, the crowd's definitely picking up here, and a lot of a lot of uh, Apopka's finest coming to Porky's for lunch. What's well, one great thing about coming to Porky's? Well, um, there are many great things about coming to Porky's here in Apopka, but one of one of which is I always say, if you really want to get the feel of the Apopka community, if you want to really want know what Apopka is like as a community, the first place I would encourage somebody would be to come to Porky's because it's a individually owned place by Steve White. It's a lot of has a lot of unique elements, especially unique items on the menu that you're not going to find anywhere else. But it's also uh, the the people that come to Porky's are just good old down home Apopka people, and you uh, really get uh, 
get a sense of, of the community when you come, at, come to Porky's. In fact, there's Lou and Diane Hobner right now coming up for lunch. But, uh, and then also, I want to remind you that we're going to continue our series of periodic remote broadcasts at Porky's on Friday evenings. We've had two great broadcasts, live remotes on Fridays, 7 p.m. We had baseball and barbecue. That was was, uh, extremely fun. And then we had... Bowling and barbecue, which was outstanding. Uh, Demetrius Virgos, I want to give a huge shout out to Demetrius for helping put that together. We had, I think, every single bowler that's participated in bowling for a popco over the last three years, except for the Thornton twins. It was really a regretted that they couldn't make it. But other than those two guys, every single bowler, I, to my knowledge, was here, and it was a wonderful way to celebrate the contributions. Of, of all the, the players and all the youngsters that right. participated in Apopka Bowling over the last three years, which, of course, we've got a, an unprecedented three, uh, three-time state champions. And it was a wonderful way for them to be recognized, acknowledged, celebrated, and just a great evening of fun and barbecue and great meal and camaraderie right here at Porky's Original Barbecue. And that series is going to continue? During the school year, uh, <coughs> if we're not doing a basketball game or a football game on that Friday night, looking really looking forward to that, and look forward to sh- showcasing some other uh, of the other sports up here at Porky's on Friday nights. Before we uh, once again go to break, I want to remind you that about the Apopka High School sports all season sports passes. Once again, emphasize the price is going to sound pretty low, but it, it's real regular season. All season pass. It includes all sports. Every single sport at Apopka High School, you can get a season pass for $50. And that grants admission to every single regular season home game in every sport at Apopka High School. It's a value of over $600. And, of course, as Joe mentioned earlier, you can get the booster pass for $70. And that gives you uh, some other perks as well as in terms of uh, reserve seating for football, uh, parking privileges for football games and some other perks. So, encourage everybody to do that. It's a, just a great way to can't think of a better way to spend a Friday Friday evening than a, than a pop Blue Hour Athletics. That's all. It is. It really is always fun. So come out. Well, we're going to get a break here in a couple minutes. Before we do, I want to remind you that our Blue Hour Sports Central is sponsored by our friend Dr. Patrick Saint Germain. St. Germain Chiropractic in Burn Fat, Orlando. Let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from youth sports to high school athletes, elite college athletes, to Olympic champions, professional athletes as well. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855 When in Pain. That's 855 When in Pain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain voted best chiropractor for now five years in a row. He even works with radio people, too. He does. <laughs> and um, I don't know if he gets an extra, extra you know, pay for that or not. He probably should. But um, also want to let you know that Blue Daughter Sports Central, Popka Blue Daughter Athletic broadcast, and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBCW are supported and sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. They service and sell 
all the major name brands. You can find out more at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. In fact, in addition to supporting all the work that we do here on the Popka's Hometown Radio Station, 1520 WBZW, Board of Door Solutions also supports many of the other community organizations in Apopka, including Apopka Little League and Apopka Blue Daughter Baseball. And, in fact, uh, Bill Cook used to be an actual uh, Little League coach in Apopka Little League. Very interesting. And, in fact, uh, some of his actual players back in those days um, actually work at, at Florida Door Solutions now. So it's, uh, it's not a small business. It's a, it's a big business. They've got some, and a very impressive client list some of the major they've done work for some of the major organizations in central florida including the convention center and um, some of the major fire stations and citrus bowl as well but it's all it's a family-owned business and they with dedicated to servicing their customers and supporting the community it's florida door solutions we'll be right back it's blue darter sports central on 1520 wbzw your hometown station now here's roger Welcome back to Blue Order Sports Central with Roger Franken-Williams. Sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain and Florida Door Solutions. And, of course, Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka. In fact, we're coming to you live from Porky's, 256 East Main Street. And the normally very large Friday crowd for lunch at Porky's is certainly uh, uh, coming, showing up today. It's going to be a big day at Porky's, and a lot of people already up here to, um, you know, get the end of the week off on a great note it's friday this is the place to be for lunch yeah nowhere like fridays at lunch for porkies and also nowhere like porkies on wednesday for lunch because that's the day of the porkies hump day special it's porkies famous jumbo barbecue pork pulled pork sandwich two sides and a drink for just 675 that's right, just six seventy-five. It's the best lunch value in Central Florida, and the most delicious lunch value in Central Florida. It's here at Porky's every Wednesday, but it's not on the menu. You have to ask for it. So come up and tell them you heard about it on Blue Darter Sports Central, and you're on a popular Blue Darter this Wednesday and every Wednesday. The humps, the Wednesday Hump Day special at Porky's, and give them a hearty hoka hey. That'll motivate the crowd. Speaking of hoka hey. A lot of blue darters are heavily engaged. Following on Facebook, the exploits and progress of Petey Virgos, who is up in Indianapolis, Indiana, at a major national amateur bowling tournament. Petey finished the day yesterday, number two, literally in his uh, group, and uh, they'll be uh, starting another round today. And we'll keep you posted of everything that we have on that. But also encourage you to check on Facebook. His dad, Demetrius Virgo's Facebook page. He's keeping everybody updated. Right now, we're pleased to be joined by John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. John, thanks for coming over. Uh, thank you, Roger, for having me. It's just uh, it's crowded here already at Porky's. Huh? Yeah, had to park over in the First Baptist Church parking lot. Uh, not that that's a long haul, but but you know. Anyway, I figured 11:30 it might be might be a little less crowded, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I think that secret a, is out. You know, Porky is a great place to have uh, lunch on Friday. Well, you know, as Steve says, he can smell his backsides uh, <laughs> a mile away. You know, I, I go into city hall meetings, and it's like the, as long as the wind's blowing right, you know, you can smell that smoke. And it's like, oh, yeah, man, make you make you hungry, that's for sure. They make uh, Porky's definitely makes a very 
unique and positive contribution to Apopka in, in many different ways. Now, John, can you uh, just kind of bring us up to date on some things that, that are happening sports-wise in Apopka? Well, uh, you know, the uh, you know, as far as the high school, the, obviously there's nothing going on right now with school being out. That being said, that the, the Popka football team and the Wakaiva football team, uh, both of them, are, are working during the during the summer. You know, they, they do conditioning drills, and, and you know whether that's in the weight room or uh, you know out on the out on the field and running sprints, and not just sprints, but certain time things and, and whatnot. It's not just running back and forth. Uh, there's a there's a plan to it that the coaches have, and you know, Popka was up two weeks ago in uh, or the yes, it was two weeks ago up in Deland. Uh, for uh, uh, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp, which is uh, in the football part of it is, uh, I'll say, limited contact. Um, you know, coaches, it's just coaches. There's no officials or anything. T- teams get together and scrimmage for a half hour or so and 40 minutes, and then they switch to another team and scrimmage against them, and they just run plays. They run sets of seven or eight plays, and they switch. Um, you know, and it's just a time to work on the fundamentals. Uh, there's there's some contact, but players uh, they wear uh, shells, as they call it, the the helmets and the and the shoulder pads, and you know, otherwise it's shorts and like I say limited contact, and and they're allowed to do that. That's that's perfectly fine through the Florida High School Athletic Association. And then <laughs> come August first, when they start official practice, they have to go back to shorts and no contact, which. I find incredibly strange that you've allowed in the middle of July these teams to do this, but then come August 1st, and of course I understand, I mean lawyers got involved, and, and, and I appreciate all that, but it still is rather, makes it, it's, it's a head scratcher in some ways for them to do that. Uh, you know, maybe if they had a thing where if you were able to uh, participate or you could prove you had conditioning drills and whatnot during the summer, uh, and then participate in such a camp that you could at least do shells right off the bat instead of instead of uh, just shorts and, and shirt t-shirts uh, uh, on the first five days of, of uh, or excuse me first three days I guess it is now but for the for the uh, shorts just sounds like they're being overly cautious yeah and and that's you know when people die I understand there's a reaction I fully understand sure. that. That being said, there's a whole lot of them who don't uh, have issues. I mean, you know, if a player, if they hydrate correctly and they do, uh, are smart enough to have more than a Snickers bar two hours before practice, then then they're going to be able to, to get through, I mean, outside of some other condition. Right. And unfortunately, some of us have a condition, and it's not known until it's too late. And, and I understand all that. I just, uh, you know, it seems like. It's it's over an overabundance of caution, and that's just a personal opinion. It's not that big a deal, really. You know, you're doing a great job at the Chief covering, as you do with all sports and youth sports in Apopka, the big tournament, uh, the Little League tournament, the regional tournament that's going on in Apopka. Can you, you talk a little bit about that with us? Uh, yeah, they, you know, the the softball did really well this year with uh, Apopka Little League, um, but everybody's out now. The, the junior team... Uh, uh, didn't win the was in the state tournament their state tournament down in Fort Myers area in Cape Coral uh, last weekend they they're they're out now and in the the 11 and 12 softball team which is the majors as they call it they were over in Lake Mary for the sectional and uh, there's Windermere at that at that level uh, has dominated not only (laughs) 
their, their district and their section in their state, but they've dominated nationally as well in, at that, in the Little League 11- and 12-year-old softball uh, division. So uh, Windermere won that one again, and, and I'm sure they will continue for quite a while. They've got quite a program over there. Kind of just, uh, you know, anything uh, on the front burner that you'd like to share with us? Well, well I mean, I, you know, I'm looking forward to, to high school football practice starting on August 1st. And then, you know, uh, two weeks after that, school starts. And then the on the 19th, the, the teams, play, you know, most of the teams will be playing their uh, their, their preseason games. Uh, Popka's playing, hosting Lake City, Columbia this year. Had to travel up there last year. That was one of the hottest days of my life, Roger. It was the hottest uh, sw- Press box, I, I think, know, in, in, I the, in the history of mankind. And and I made the mistake of going to the home side, <laughs> thinking y'all were over there when y'all were holed up on the Vista side in that that smaller press box they had up there. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I, I mean, it, it really, truly was. You know, you can think hot, but but I, you know, you expect to sweat some in August, no matter what you're doing outside in Florida. But uh, uh, you know, I, I vividly remember having the the sweat pouring off my arms onto my notepad i couldn't even use several pages of my notepad keeping my stats and whatnot uh because i just couldn't write on it because it was soaking wet it was, like, it was worse than rain it, it, part of it was anyway but uh you know the the, the high school football uh, you know practice uh, you know we've had uh i know you and i talked earlier uh communicated earlier this week about about the uh the new fees and whatnot the recreation fees that the city is charging uh uh, for for use of the Northwest Recreation Complex, and that's that's been out there. It's 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 sports related anyway, and and um, you no, know, w- that, will affect that, the the groups who use those fields. And, and who who does it affect? Does it affect the Pop Warner football? Is in, uh, in, in a pop, in a Popka Little League? Yes, absolutely. Uh, neither one of those groups have paid anything directly to the city. They've both made spent money on improvements. Uh, uh, you know, through the through the time, I, especially the little league, the Pop Warner has has probably not done as much in terms of what they've spent to on improvement, but they've done some of that. But but it's a it's a different use, obviously. Uh, you know, little league has fallen in, in the spring sports uh, leagues. Uh, you know, there's the tradi- traditional spring, and then in the summer with all star play for little league. But uh, they also do a heck of a fall league as well. So, uh, and, and whereas, you know, uh, Pop Warner, they have practice, yeah, but they they also have five, maybe five home games, you know, that five different teams play uh, every every year. So there's not as much use there. Uh, it's going to affect them because extra money, there's always kids who, whose families cannot pay. But but having those kids involved in, in something like Pop Warner football and the cheer, uh, or little league baseball, uh, softball, you know, those are, are obviously when they're done correctly, are, are great things for kids. And and so, you know, a lot of those groups work and raise money, and people from the who are parents there, some of them who have uh, the ability to do so, will will help other kids out who don't, whose parents maybe wonder where the money for the next loaf of bread is coming from. But but yet their kids are able to go and play. Uh, these things, and because it takes a few hundred dollars to out, out, outfit a, a a youngster in in shoulder pads and helmet and whatnot, so uh, there's uh, you know definitive costs on both sides. Yet the city has got to maintain those fields. There's you know there's other groups that have been paying through the years, uh, 
and when those group when Pop Warner and Little League weren't, uh, and so there's a, a situation where the, of, of fairness uh, that uh, many of them spoke at at the city council meeting, but there's also the practical side of, of recouping some of the funds that it cost, and the city was saying that it's about. 30% at the most that they're recouping in, in these things uh, from, from the groups of their costs. And, and they weren't, you know, they were fa- they're being phased in. Uh, you know, I know uh, Ed Walls made a, a passionate plea a couple different times about for Pop Warner not to have to pay anything because of, of the way that, that they're structured in terms of trying to help some of the kids. And there's a decent number. It's, I, I don't know exactly what the number is, but... It's more than just a couple kids who, whose families aren't able to pay, but, but the other groups, uh, but the other folks raise money or give money to help those young men yeah. and women. Yeah, interesting issue. And, uh, of course, the recent, most recent development, I guess the, the city council voted 3-2 to two to, to impose the fees, right. which was very interesting. Coach D actually went and spoke, um, I think, very eloquently on um, to make the case not to impose the fees. But anyway, just kind of an interesting issue that came but, along. Yeah, uh, well, well, let me add about the, the high school. He was, of course, talking about the – because the football team uses that uh, complex, the Pop Warner area, for their spring practice, and, and he loves it because of various issues. It's just a different setting, allows the the, the football field and the practice field to recoup at, at the school, uh, and and but the way that they're going to do it sounds like they're trying to do is to the city and the and the schools will do a trade out, so to speak, where they'll the city will be able to use some of the school facilities, such as the gym and that kind of thing, for some of their product or for their their. Uh, games yeah. and then then the popka could this football team could use the city fields for nothing very interesting well, we're going to be right back on blue darter sports central it's blue darter sports central on 1520 wbzw your hometown station now here's roger welcome back to blue darter sports central Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day at Porky's Original Barbecue. We're coming to you live. Pleased to be joined by John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. He's talking about an overview of high school sports and youth sports in the Apopka area that's happening this summer. Joe Ferraro is here as well. And uh, go back to John Perry in just a moment. Before we do, I want to Remind you that Blue Daughter Sports Central is sponsored by friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from youth sports to high school, to elite high school and college athletes to professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. And tell him you're a pop to Blue Daughter. Also, want to remind you that our program is sponsored by Florida Door Solutions, voted best garage door company for now five years in a row. Find out more at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com. Now back to John Perry at Porky's. Now, John, I'd just like to talk. Let's talk a little bit in general about football because that's obviously always an interesting topic. <laughs> 365 days a year, and. One of the things that makes it interesting from a lot of ways is Coach Darlington. You know, everything from his very unique style of offense to his, you know, unique individual's personality to, to everything else, to obviously the, obviously on the on-the-field success that he that he has. And what can you give us some insights? Because you uh, watch the, you, the program probably closer than anybody. 
is what are you expecting on offense this year? And, and you know, I'll preface that was, one, again, one of the really interesting things about Coach D is that he's always adapting. He's always making changes, maybe not whether they're wholesale changes or, or small changes. He's, he's never status quo. He's never just, you know, well, we're going to do this again because we did it before. Um, what, what are you expecting this year uh, on offense for the Blue Darters? Well, surprisingly enough, they'll, they'll probably try to run the ball. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, anybody who knows, he's, he's, he's of that ilk. Uh, you know, he's the, got the mentality that three things can happen when you throw a pass, but, uh, and two of them are no good. But, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna obviously run base. That being said, he, they will run the spread offense. He's going to try to run that some. Uh, they worked on that at that FCA camp. I went up there for uh, about an, to shoot some pictures and was there about 45 minutes to an hour. And, and, and uh, you know, they were running most of, of what they were running at that point anyway was, was the spread. That being said, I think it would probably be the other way around come regular season. They'll, they'll probably – you know, if it's successful, they'll run out of whatever. You know, um, as long as it's you get seven men on the line, you know, whatever. However, they're they're positioned is is the key. Um, but you know, depending on what they've got to do and whatnot, uh, they're going to want to try to throw the ball some though, especially out of the spread. Uh, that hinges obviously on, on quarterback Dimitri Birch, and uh, he's a great athlete. Uh, the passing has been somewhat successful from time to time but overall it's it's you know it's been the running game that that's kept them going obviously but the, they rick knows that, that they've got to be balanced and his balance is 300 yards rushing 100 yards passing which you know to me would be absolutely perfect as well for for especially at, at the high school level but uh you know that's that's what they're looking to do um you know offensively uh expect a lot a lot of Dimitri Birch and Deshaun Massey uh you know Jordan Thompson is coming back you know all three guys you know D- D- Birch and, and Massey are in their third year will be in their third year as starters uh Thompson in a second uh is as a at in the Apopka program um and so they've just got they've got a lot of weapons uh offensive line honestly should be much better this year uh and they've got. Yeah, I think uh, we had two sophomore starters last year. Yeah, yeah. Bar- uh, William Barnes, Will Barnes, and Ed Montellis, and uh, Julian Miller is back. He's he was a uh, on the on the 2014 champ- state championships team. Decided last year he didn't want to play as a sophomore. He was starting, and uh, and uh, then as a junior last year, he decided he didn't want to play and and had a change of heart and is is back. Uh, grinding with him now, and and Rick called him the best as a sophomore. He called him the second best offensive lineman they had that year, and the, and the first one was uh, a guy named uh, Martez Ivy, who was not only the best offensive lineman in Apopka, but probably in the United States uh, at the high school level. And that's why praise uh, coming from Coach D. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, you know he's he's those three guys will anchor the offensive line. They're still, you know, I don't know if they haven't talked to Rick about it. I've got to, I'm going to be talking to him Monday for uh, a preseason practice preview story I'm doing for next week. But uh, he's he was looking for a center. That was yet to be resolved. But I, he's probably got that figured out by now between camp and, and, and whatever else they've got going. Uh, uh, he was 
you know, it may be end up being Jake Coggle, whose dad is a defensive backs coach for Apopka. And, uh, you know, he's got to grow into it literally because uh, he's just, he's you know, still a youngster and, and still growing. But, uh, you know, they're, the offensive line with James Delgado, you know, uh, coaching them, and I, I would think that they, will, they should be much better. You put those guys up front and got Birch and Massey with their athleticism. Uh, Massey just uh, he, in the – in the uh, uh, spring jamboree and at the FCA camp, he was showing some dominance. Uh, you know, it, people look at him and you know they see five one, five two, and they don't realize the size of the heart and and, and the size of the and the thighs uh, and the thighs <laughs> and the and the and the biceps. And the body, yeah. uh, you know, and and I mean, he's just power packed. I mean, you know, he's probably got a, a body fat range of you know single digits. I'm sure, and and he just he's and, and, but he's got the heart to go with it. And to match all that, and and, and so anyway, he's he's uh, looking. Uh, I, I fully expect to have a, him to have a great year. Uh, defensively, you know, we'll see. Uh, they lost some guys up front, but you know they've got David Britius coming back as linebacker, and he was able to. He got hurt in the middle of the season last year, right before the West Orange yeah, game, and that made a blow. difference. Yep. Uh, you know, he's got some size and speed. Uh, in the mental part of the game that that uh, you need in a, in a middle linebacker and sort of the QB of the of the defense, as it were. Yeah, it should be another excellent year for Popka Blue Daughter football, of course, under the co- direction of Coach Darlington. Well, friends, that's about going to uh, wrap it up for our show today. We'll let you know, of course, you can hear all about Popka Blue Daughter athletics on Blue Daughter Sports Central every Friday at 11 and every Saturday at 11, but you can follow it every week in print at the Apopka Chief as well under the direction of editor John Peary. And uh, before we uh, go, we want to invite you and encourage you coming up to Porky's Original Barbecue. We're here right now, and Fridays is always a great day at a, at a Popkin. John, we won't have a chance to talk to it much about it right now, but I do, before we sign off, want to uh, commend you on the excellent profile interview we had with Trey uh, the Hendrickson. Hendrickson, the, the, yeah. the tight end uh Defensive end who's right. now playing defensive end at Florida Atlantic. That was very insightful. Well, and thanks. He, I've he, always liked to get those updates from the guys. Too. Yeah, he he is Trey has grown into such an incredible young man. Uh, it was it was a pleasure to talk with him. You know, there's times when I go through an interview and I'm like, oh man, uh, how am I going to write this? You know, make this sound a little better than it that may be. Uh, it was the opposite with Trey. I was just so happy and, and glad he was able to 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 grow up and, and mature and. and He's, you know, phenomenal we'll, know, we'll see if he's in the NFL sometime it, it, after after this year. Always love watching the Blue Darters that go on and play at a higher level. Well, friends, that's going to do it for Blue Darters Sports Central today. Come on up and join us for lunch at Porky's and have Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.